This is a Thunderdog podcast. And based on, I mean copied exactly. Mushy mushy. Ikiban. Pamu, 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 pamu. Baka. It's funny because it's racist. Hello and welcome to Michael Scott gives me social anxiety, aka MSG, MSA. I am Bradley. And I am Evan. Today we're watching special bonus feature, The Japanese Office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this today we're watching The Japanese Office, and uh, it's yeah. a good episode. Oh, it's a great episode. Hey, Brad. Yeah. Uh, if if you were a little bluebird, mm-hmm. surfing the web, yep. telling your friends about this episode of The Office, yep. how, how would you describe it? I would describe it as um, a businessman discusses with his coworkers how to better... Handle the workday through exercise. Meanwhile, some coworkers get in trouble with some jello and a stapler, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I know what you're saying. How would you describe it, Evan? Well, I mean, mine's a little boring this time, okay. but I would say just a normal day at the office. You have never said anything that's so smart. You know, sometimes the most simple things are the most insightful. Yeah. Much like this episode. Very insightful. It's true. Yeah. So... Evan, there was a lot of development in this episode. It's true. You really... I feel like everyone looks like a brand new person. Yeah. The quality between season one and this episode is greatly different. It's almost impeccable how different these characters look. Oh, it's basically a totally different production company. I don't even know how they did it. Yeah, like, before we we would talk about the hair and how once the hair changes, then the quality's going to go up and... Like the hair in oh, this. Oh, the hair is so different. Yeah, like Michael has his full head of hair, and Pam's hair is black, and uh, and Jim's hair is black, and Dwight's hair is black. Yeah, like it's super, super. I mean, Stanley's hair was always black, but yeah, Stanley put on some weight, eh? Oh yeah, he's looking great though. Yeah, he looks like he had a good burger. You know what? Michael Scott's hair hair is uh pretty black too, much more black than I remember it being. It's true. Much more full. Much more dark. Yeah. You know, I personally prefer my Michael Scott's to be a little salt and pepper, but yeah? I understand that he has to do what he has to do. No, true, for sure. What happened in this episode? Where where did we come from? Where are we going now? We finished season one, and now we're here, and... I feel like this episode almost forgot the continuity of season one. Like, we didn't have any references to Katie. We didn't even have any references to downsizing, which was one of the major themes of season one. Yeah, for sure. So I feel like it's a nice reprieve from all the drama, and in this episode is just a nice little kind of bottle uh, of the good times. Yeah, it's almost like a summary kind of show. It's not like a flashback show or anything like that, but it it's showing a day in the office where Jim's joking around with Dwight and pranking him. He does the mm-hmm. same joke twice, but that just makes Dwight even more angry, and Pam laughs yeah. again in a very similar way. Um, well, yeah, and- that's the thing, like... Dwight fell for it twice. That yeah. makes him feel even stupider. Because fool me once, shame on you. But fool me twice, that's shame on me. Yeah, and Dwight totally. does not want to be shamed professionally. Yeah, of course, totally. As we've covered, he really wants this power. He wants to take over. So him being fooled twice means he has to take shame onto himself. Yeah, and I feel like, particularly in this episode, that really like dishonors his family. You know, He really takes that personally. Um, it's true. But another he major might have thing. He fall on his sword after this. Yeah, I don't know. Um, he just might. Like, it's just. Like, I don't know. To me, it sort of feels like the right thing to do in this case. But I just want to mention that another major point is that 
even not mentioning Katie or anything like that, this episode really shows that like Jim and Pam are still joking around, even though that Jim is clearly dating Katie from the last episodes that we saw. Right. Mm-hmm. So do you think Jim not semi actively pursuing Pam has released some of the tension between the two? Um, maybe, maybe in this one circumstance, but like, as we know in the future, there'll be some, there'll be a little bit of drama. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah. So I don't know. This is a good little, like I said, this is a good little summary, good little, uh, call back to what was before and what is sort of now. And it kind of has to be because Pam's with Roy and Jim's with Katie, right? Yeah, that's true. But it's good to see that they can still joke around in like very similar and familiar ways. Yeah, they're still friends. Yeah, but Michael Scott, like he is, he he got me a couple of times in the social anxiety meter. Like, oh yeah, for you know sure. What I mean, I'm There's excited some... to rank that one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, did you see his cup? Why does he have to show us it again? Like, is he a child? What's going on? I don't know. Maybe I don't. I don't have a reason for that. Mm-hmm. And um, like Stanley, his sass. They had office workout time. As per usual. Mm-hmm. And Stanley just straight up didn't even participate. Didn't even like recognize the fact that anyone, Michael kind of injured himself. Yeah. Or anyone was really moving around him. Like this might be the first time that like Stanley is actively not participating in a meeting. Because I know that before we mentioned that he's sort of in one episode he was standing and another episode he's sort of talking and stuff. But uh, this one he's not at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just totally zoned out. Mm hmm. Do you have anything else to say? Because I'm excited to rank these bad boys. Uh, yeah, no. Um, there. I did you get the weird scenes at the beginning and the end where some British dude that seems like an asshole was complaining? Yeah, I did get those, but I'm pretty sure that guy like passed away a long time ago. So yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, I think that's more like an advertisement. Did you see the advertisement this in this episode? Oh yeah, Regis Philbin yeah. selling these tampons. Yeah. Usually they cut the advertisements out of Netflix, but I was about to say I guess breaking, this one slipped through the cracks. Yeah, breaking the fourth wall. We watch well, we watch this one on Vimeo, but breaking the fourth wall, like you and I watched this on Netflix, and they yeah. cut out some content. And I'm sorry, guys, but you guys miss out a little bit because that's just the way we have to do our production. Okay, we're not ashamed. Yeah, we gotta do what we gotta do to get done what we need to get done. The last thing. Yeah. Karaoke time. Mm. Mm-hmm. That. That was a real big factor for me on the social anxiety factor. Like Michael forcing the entire office to listen to him sing particularly poorly. Yeah. And I feel like it was in a language he didn't even know. Like, yeah, like it sort of felt like that for sure. But Michael's always been a performer, right? He's it's this isn't the first time he's sung in front of us or in front of the office and forced them to watch the train wreck that ensues. So for it, like, it, it makes me cringe, of course. Also, of course, but like, it's sort of par for the course for Michael's for yeah. Michael. You know, it's really nothing new, but it's still kind. Of, it it's still it's still there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With that being said, I'm ready to rank these bad boys. Uh, in this podcast, we have three different lists, three different uh, ways we rank each episode of The Office. Yep. List the first mandatory viewing. Must you watch this episode in order to? Fully understand the overall plot of The Office. List the second. General quality. Did we like it? Did we not? How does it stack up against the other episodes? List the third. Not unlike Shrek the third. Social anxiety factor. 
how bad did it make us feel? How much did we cringe? How much did we want to get out of this situation? Mandatory viewing? I'm going to say a no-go on that one. No? Yeah, I don't think so. <sighs> I think it just repeats too many beats from other episodes. There's not a lot of major plot development. It's nice that it shows that everyone can still be friends and be joking around and Michael can still be social anxiety driven. But plot-wise, it wasn't there for me. In the end, I guess there's nothing new. Mm-hmm. We've seen it all before. I feel like it's just a rehash of earlier episodes for the sake of we have a bigger budget now. Yeah, it's really just showing off a little bit. It's sort of a little bit yeah. insulting um, the way that they just copied this similar same old jokes kind of thing. They definitely have another perspective on it. They showed a different side of like the culture of the office. Definitely. But still, like that's just not enough to make it mandatory viewing. In yeah. my opinion. I, I'm going to... S- I'm going to say no to this one. Yeah. I agree. Okay. General quality? You know, this is tough, but I think I might put it at the very top. Evan, you read my mind. I don't think there's a better episode than this. I think it's just pure office that's been boiled down, condensed, Mm -hmm. turned into a syrup, if you will. It's very thick. And it's... And it's getting poured all over my pancakes. Yeah. You know what? And I love pancakes. It's true. I prefer them over waffles. Uh, well, for the sake of the podcast, I'll agree with you. But in real life, waffles are better. Yeah. You know what? At the very top, like like we said, like it's a different perspective on the base qualities that this show really is. It had the jokes. It had the little bit of romance. It had Michael being social anxiety driven. Like it is everything mm-hmm. the office is. And it made me laugh. I'm not going to lie on more than one yeah, occasion. I I would say it's better than diversity day, which is currently our top spot. Yeah. And the entirety of season one. Yeah. But you know what? Like I don't even see another episode knocking this off. No, definitely not. Yeah. Like, I can't remember an episode I enjoyed more than this one. Or that was so pure to the office, you know? Yeah. So true to the characters. So just amazingly, this is the office as we know it. And as we will always remember it. It really is the perfect time capsule. But finally, the most, our namesake, our namesake right here, social anxiety. How much did Michael give us? Um, Like we said, we've kind of seen it all before. There's nothing too new. Mm-hmm. I feel like we have those scars already, so it's tougher to cut deep. Yeah, there's something to say about salt in the wound, though. It's true. Have those wounds healed. Yeah, because coming right after season one, like, Hot Girl was, it was fine, but really it was sort of lackluster on that social anxiety thing. Michael singing karaoke the way he did in this episode, like... Oh, it honestly it was, was a rough. Little, it was a little borderline racist. This whole episode is like really, a, really borderline racist. And I'm not sure if I'm really comfortable throughout the entirety of this. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of racial tension. I might even put it above basketball. Oh, really? Yeah. Just like the racial tensions um, that Michael Scott is like just so cavalierly throwing out there. Mm hmm. It really hurt me in my very soul. Using our new term as uh, ooh boys. Um, oh, the ooh boys. Yeah, the ooh boys. Um, like basketball had some pretty good ones. Oh, some great ones. Basketball might have the most memorable, memorable one for me when he Michael gets bullied. 
But like Mm -hmm. in this episode, when Michael is singing, like, or just the constant theme of like racism in this, it's like, Ooh boy. Ooh boy. You know? Uh, So would you say it goes at the top as well? I really thought at the beginning of this conversation that it would be at the bottom, but I think it has to go at the top. You definitely convinced me. Yeah. You know what? I think we have to put it at the top. Yeah. If we're both in agreement, I don't see who could tell us no. This is our show. Yeah, true. So just to recap, this is not mandatory viewing. No, sir. But honestly, you probably should watch it because quality wise, it's the greatest. And if you're here for that social anxiety factor, which clearly you and I are, you got to watch this because this is the most social anxiety driven episode that you could probably ever get. Yeah. It. Damn. It gets you. It gets you. Evan, where can they find us? Uh, uh, I almost said Evan. Bradley, let me tell you. Uh, you. They can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, basically any other podcast service that steals RSS feeds from iTunes. That's a lot of them. You can find MSGMSA on Twitter at MSGMSA underscore P-O-D. You can also follow us on our father account, Thunderdog Radio, on uh, Twitter and Instagram as well. And uh, I think that's just about everywhere. Yeah. But you know what? We're not we're not the only Thunderdog podcast anymore. Are you sure? Yeah. There's there's this new one called Midnight Musings, actually, and I'm excited for the first episode to come out. But we also got a couple other shows. Wise Words is in development. The trailer is going on, and I just need to read a couple of books. But also, you could find me on Comparable. Yeah, let's get the hell out of here. Bye, Evan. Bye, Brad. Thanks for listening. That was a Thunderdog podcast.